Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. A new quarter brings new goals. But what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Hi. Hi, everyone. Hi. Hi. What if the whole episode was just, hi. 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 How are you? Hey, Carrie, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm so good. Welcome to another episode of Sexy Unique Podcast. Oh, hey. Podcast. <laughs> Sexy, Sexy Unique, unique. Hey. Hey. Welcome to another episode of... Welcome to Posh. Welcome to Posh. Come inside. Take some <laughs> shopping. We'll give you some champagne if you want it. Posh is literally a dark closet. Oh my God. It's really a hundred square feet. Who will it's crowdsource for us to go to Posh? And we need to get sent to Posh. And get a facial. On a private jet. I don't know if I'm ready to risk 
I can't get risk getting scratched. If you are a Patreon, we read reader mail who went, who had a whole facial experience at the spa. I guess Kim D owns a spa as well as posh. Mm -hmm. And she shared with us her traumatic experience, a harrowing scratched experience. And neither of us are ready for a dull blade. Neither. Neither of us are willing to submit to Kim D's dull blade. Just come on in and sit down. I'll be with you soon. You want some wine? You want some wine while you wait for a facial? (laughs) Okay. You ready for a free facial? You want a free facial with that? (laughs) (laughs) It's the the Federation. The Federation. Um, Also, just really fast, on on this week's episode of Roan J, Mm -hmm. there's a shot of our girl at Fashion Week. Kim G. Lindsay. <gasps> like 2010 Lindsay. Oh my God. I didn't Paris, even catch that. Paris, Kim, and Lindsay. Wow. A true full circle trifecta. moment. Right? They were the trifecta. Lindsay still looked fucking great. Yeah. In that period. Just incredible. 2009. Looking. Yeah. 10 years ago. Damn A man. decade ago. Can you believe it? We're almost done 2019. I know. I'm so excited for 2020. Even though it seems like things are not. pretty terrifying <laughs> that are going to happen consistently throughout. But I just like 2020 is like a year. Nothing good can happen. Also, this year is November 2019, which is this, the setting of Blade Runner. Really? Yeah. So happy wow. Blade Runner month. Happy Blade Runner month to you. Thank you. It's pretty... It's been like hazy air quality out, which has felt V-blade. very Blade Runner. Yeah. Yeah. I have moments where I'll be like, oh, that's Blade Runner. I would like to shout out my anti-vaxxer reader. Yeah. yeah the, good for her. <laughs> good for her. I loved that. Or him. I loved the review. And what The one-star review due to our to, encouragement of getting flu shots. Just getting vaccinated in yeah, general. I love an anti-vaxxer journey. And what I have to say to an anti-vaxxer is go fuck yourself. And <laughs> Fist you need, yourself. You need to go to jail because you're an, if you're an anti-vaxxer, um, I don't have respect for you. <laughs> you're so, literally spreading disease. I'm sorry. I know I'm, I'm just merely your guest co-host, but <laughs> I don't, you're taking I don't have respect for people who don't, who say, who promote anti-vax. I'm sorry. You know what? I get feel your kid like fucking vaxxed, and so they don't get measles and give it to other kids. Yeah, that's disgusting. I would venture to say <laughs> better safe than sorry when it comes to like any sort of diseases. I don't have any respect for this like and maybe I trust brand of white people in like Brooklyn and like these like rich like yuppie new yuppie people being like no, I don't feel safe giving them that. It's like okay, then your kid's gonna get like. Mumps. cholera turning it like meningitis or like scarlet fever can you get like everything yes like get tuberculosis. your kids get a flu shot just get it sorry who cares i'm being now i'm being aggressive what if we find out that like everyone is anti-vax for listening to this podcast i'm kidding i have like I'm kidding, a, I'm we've kidding. triggered a huge anti-vaxxer community the numbers dip lower than ever and the anti-vaxxers come out full force yeah. to do a takedown i'm gonna get like a nail i bomb. say you do you but just stay away from me how yeah. about that is that okay stay do away from me because i don't want to keep Keep your illnesses away from me. Well, I don't even want to... I don't want to get you guys sick. Yeah. Do anti-vaxxers just all hang out together and then they all 
create communities together. I mean, they're just like they're truly just like they don't believe in no like. Do Robert- they get their dog? My big question, and maybe the anti-vaxxer one-star review reader can yeah write this. in. I'd yeah. love to know. Actually, this is truly a question from me to you. Do anti-vaxxers get their animals rabies shots? Rabies? <laughs> Do they get a rabies shot? No. I feel like when it comes to like animals, people are like. They're like vaccinate the fuck yeah, out of this. Yeah, they're like, things. oh, like an animal got hurt. We, you know, we need. You know what I mean? It's like with people, it's like. But I, do I, you, if you're firmly anti-vaccinations, do you vaccinate your pets? Because that is so dangerous as a new pet owner to like not give your pets all the vaccinations. It's like I don't know. Yeah, I, so I have I mean, that's a true question. That's, I find that is abusive too. Yeah, that's disgusting too. Also, keep your dog away from me if yeah. you are an anti-vaxer. Keep your cujo away from us. Yeah, <laughs> I want no part of it. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I keep your cujo. Away. I don't know. I'm. I'm. I have a lot of questions about that community. I'm it's like it kind of feels like the celebrities who come out as anti-vax are like they're like low-key Scientologists. Like it's like the same brand as like people who are low-key it's Scientologists. Like Scientologists and Jessica Biel just being like no more. It's like Robert Kennedy Jr. and Jessica Biel and like Jenny McCarthy and I, as soon as they go. I don't know. And then you're just I like, oh, this whole oh, fucking fuck, this isn't well. again. I don't know about Keep that. Keep it to yourself. Is Jessica Bell, which did she confirm is? Yeah, they like tried to like write some bill or whatever. Like that's I'm an anti-vaxxer. so unclear about her and J-Tim. Me too. I they don't seem- get, I'm truly, un- I never fell under the Justin Timberlake spell as a teen, like, growing up with boy bands like i truly didn't get it i never got him what we were an instinct i was a backstreet boy in like 98 degrees i thought 98 degrees were the hottest ones they were really hot they were really hot they were like porny hot they were porny kind of like gay porn star Uh hot and i as a youth really (laughs) responded to that the origins (laughs) the origins (laughs) of my queer journey Mm -hmm. began with a 98 degrees my sister really loved NSYNC, so I, and I did by proxy because I just loved everything she loved. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they went to an NSYNC concert. My mom and her friend took them, her and her friends, and they were all like, screaming. But yeah, I, I think I was very sus of that relationship when their wedding photo was a photo of him jumping <laughs> up, and she's like sitting, and she's like looking, and he's being crazy. And it you was just like, always have to deal with him, like his shenanigans. Hamming. He's like bouncing off the walls. Also, she's with his just, like curly ramen hair, and you're just like, Justin, <laughs> calm down. Yeah, I just, it's just, it's a weird, it's a weird partnership. And like, she's always booking. Mm-hmm. She always is the star of some. She's working. She has like I a mean, Facebook show now. All the her shows are popular. Like the that. Sinner. Yeah, The Sinner fucking rules. I love The Sinner. She was good in it, right? She was incredible. Sinner season one. She got nominated uh, for a Golden Globe for that. Yeah, as she should have. Like, truly, Sinner season one, I'm a Sinner head through and through. Is she legit good in it? She was great. And the Sinner truly, like, the twists and turns of, like, the first episode, it's amazing. Wow. I've, like, screenshotted several, like, Sinner scenes. That is I she just, convincing? Like, yeah, I was into it. Sinner season one is amazing. If you really love it, then you'll love season two, even though Beale isn't in season two. Unfortunately, but I hope that season three is in the 
in the oven. Yeah, she's that show Limetown. Yeah, that's she's like, like a podcast. On, that's on Facebook Watch or something. Yeah. I don't know how to access that. Um, she had a fudge shop. Oh fudge. no, it was a it was a daycare slash like parental store. bar. But it was called Off Fudge. Off Fudge. It was like you could get lunch there and drinks. It was like for moms that want to like be naughty and have like a chic lunch but also just want to shove their kil- children in a room for like two hours <laughs> and get <laughs> and get like plastered and it was like i wrote a review of there i went with another writer and we went to El fudge and wrote a whole story just google it i will google it carrie google it carrie it was across the street from an aa meeting love that it's mm-hmm. closed now i know <laughs> didn't have what it takes to last but yeah i'm just they're they're just like I mean, she's so gorgeous. Yeah. But like, but like, boring. There's something, there's, there's something. It's like that Cola Scola video. Something wasn't right. right there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. But I lost respect for her when she came out as, I'm sorry. I know it sounds like prejudice of me, but. I just don't I don't know that much about the anti-vaxxing movement, but I'm like, if you I just need to know more. I really can I really am like if you're true anti vax, if you're a true anti vax head, you wouldn't vaccinate your pets. So I feel like if you're an anti vaxxer but you're still vaccinating pets, then you're a phony. And Liar. I, I urge you to get a flu shot. Yeah. That's all. Just go on down. But if you're truly you're if you're an anti vax, a true head, and you're like, you know what? fuck it like i'm not gonna give my dog a rabies shot then i have respect for you because you're playing with fire every day <laughs> damn <laughs> a dog can get like rabies from a squirrel rabies is rabies is, you die if you get rabies I know. like does it if, make you crazy if too? your dog gets rabies your dog's gonna give you rabies and then you're gonna die of rabies and then you're fine just like rolling the dice with that don't you're you- a fucking gangster for Does, that yeah doesn't it make you like aggro too yeah you like froth at the mouth and get like lockjaw. rabies sounds not fun <laughs> and if you're quote. down to just like we're gonna put that in a t-shirt for <laughs> rabies everyone sounds not fun rabies, rabies sounds not fun but if you're just down to clown and you're like whatever happens happens like by all means like you do you you're living like a true no holds barred life that's you're living like you're living monster truck on rally the shit. edge. Yeah. Like, you're walking on you're like free climbing. Maybe they like that. Maybe maybe anti vaxxers are like into the thrill. They every day they wake up and they're like, I could get anything. <laughs> <laughs> anything could happen to me today that could kill me painfully. But you know what? It's all good. It's all good, baby. They love it. They love living on the edge. My whole no thing one is ever like, gave me a chance to like yeah. live on the edge of like a vaccination Same. and like disease Damn. journey, and I'm kind of angry resentful? about that and resentful because it must be a choice to be like I just <laughs> literally five thousand things could kill me today. Yeah, anything could happen to me in one day that changes my life forever that could have been preventable, but I'm deciding that I'm just open to it. You just hear like Iron Maiden and like you're like. Just moving through life. Like, like, you're just like, Woo! every day they wake up and it's like, do 
I am Iron Man. Anti-vaxxers have probably all gotten vaccinated when they were kids. So, yeah, so, but so they're you're not, also not a real head. If someone no, ever vaccinated you're a fraud. you, you're a fucking phony. You're a phony. I'm going to talk to Live the hard. real deal anti-vaxxers who from the womb... From like the 70s I'm and 80s. I want an anti-vaxxer who's... If you're an anti-vaxxer and your mom or dad was ever vaccinated, fuck you, phony. Yeah. Show me a true anti-vaxxer. Like, like want, generational anti-vaxxer yeah. where it's just been passed down from generation to generation of not getting vaccinated. Yeah, I want that anti-vaxxer who's truly I want generations of no vaccination and then to meet you and then you're really rolling the dice and your pets don't get vaccinated either and they all need to be from non-vaccinated because that is the truly the most anti of anti-vaxxer journeys if you've had any vaccinations in the past three generations of Weak. your lineage you're not a real no, anti-vaxxer fuck you yeah Weak. fuck you phony fuck you don't even talk to me don't even talk to me i'll drag your ass out of but here. my whole thing is like what bothers me is like they're not giving like at least wait till their kid is like of age to like make the decision be informed of themselves and if they don't want to continue getting vaccinated like cool yeah but, like you're forcing your child mm-hmm they're creating the new generation of anti-vaxxers yeah. that we so seek. So they're ki- <laughs> <laughs> there. It's like I can't live a truly anti-vax truth. So I'm just going to put my kid through it and hope and pray that they live long enough to procreate, and then they also choose not to vaccinate, <laughs> so that someday a real anti-vax Jesus can walk among us. It is. They're like trying. It's they're like, just trying to like get the true. In, yeah. <laughs> and when they're trying to breed like the Bene Gesserit witches are like breeding the savior. That is what they're trying, <laughs> they're trying to do. They're, they're like, trying. if enough of us get in on this movement, <laughs> one child will decide. All we need is one child. But then the new generation also faces the same problem where they're like, <laughs> once they turn 18, they can make the choice. So it actually must be very important, 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 important for the anti-vaxxer community. <laughs> Laura just covered her mouth, like shocked at herself. Um, I'm like snarfing again, but the Federation is going to get involved. <laughs> they're breeding like a super, a super race. A, a, they're trying to get whittle it down to Just one. Just one. But probably it's really hard to get one. If, a, it's hard to have anyone live long enough to produce three generations worth of completely vaccination-free human beings, especially if they have any dogs in the oh. mix, which are also anti-vaxxed. Anything could happen. So, like, it must be it's, there's power in numbers. But I white people, white people. This is the this is the white people culture. I'm saying I know white people are sorry about it. (laughs) They're fucking, they're wild. We will together. We will create the master race of unvaccinated, like sick people. Yeah, hopefully we one of us will live long enough. And that person, what? And then what? To what end? (laughs) What will they do? What will they do? They'll be they'll be barely able to stand up. They'll be so sick. <laughs> like polio. 
I love it. It's like in Midsommar how they like breed like incest mm-hmm. to like be the prophets. <laughs> That's what they want. That is what they want. They want like a measles. They want just like a truly rickets. every disease. <laughs> rickets. Rickets dysentery. They love it. Pink eye. Pink eye. Yeah. Constant pink eye. Do they take antibiotics? No, I don't think they take anything. I need to learn way yeah, more maybe, about this. Okay, movie. maybe I'm I'm ignorant. Okay, also if you're, I am really me, ignorant. I am ignorant to the anti-vax community because I just do what people tell me to do. If someone says like get a rabies shot or like I'm get, a get a tetanus a shot, shot, you better believe I'm going to get a tetanus shot. Well, there was a few years ago, and the, there was like a meningitis scare going around the gay community yeah, in mm-hmm. New York and L.A., and people were worried i think one or two guys died from it like very quickly and i think i remember there was like a a fear that it was going to be like this new thing we had to worry about yeah and that like that shit is like when you have that stuff happen it's like to be able to get yourself vaccinated if you haven't like that's so that's science it's It's modern fortune yeah i mean like my college i feel like i couldn't even go to college no, you can't. If I didn't have a meningitis no. vaccination. Same. Also, just those horror stories of people like in college getting it and then dying. Yeah. Like within 12 hours. Anyway. Real if, world if you're living offended on the by, edge. Okay. And side note, if you're offended by my anti-vax, like not being cool with people who are anti-vax, just know that. Just this reach is, out. This is not my podcast. I'm just a guest. <laughs> Laura really has no control over what I'm saying. No. It's not her fault. It's, and I'm admitting wanna, I want to know more. I want to know more, too. And I kind of just have ultimate respect for your fucking Iron Man yeah. day-to-day existence. Living life like you're in, like, you're fucking just American like Gladiator. Buying pomegranate <laughs> seeds at Whole Foods. You're climbing the aggro crag from, like, truly global guts. Yeah. Hats off to you. Legends of the Hidden Templing it. <laughs> And each time a guard pops out, that's like measles. Yeah. <laughs> Polio. Scarlet fever. Rickets. Rickets. <laughs> Mumps. <laughs> anyway. Anyways. Speaking of, do you think any of the housewives of NJ are anti-vax? No, I feel like they're fully yeah. vax heads. I feel like maybe some of them have missed vaccinations by accident. Danielle. Yeah. But like, I think that, you know, they were, would catch up if they knew about mm-hmm. it. What an episode. Oh, my God. I love a full dive into the fashion industry. Mm-hmm. Fashion Week is upon us in Bergen County. And we're sitting front row. We're sitting front row. So it starts out with Danielle and Jilly are coming home from something, and Dan- they notice a bouquet of flowers. Well, on- Jacqueline is playing with CJ. Oh, Jacqueline's playing with CJ. In his, like, crazy toy room that's just, like, a toy store in a room. She's like, do you know who loves to paint? Ashley. Ashley. And they... Sh- she Do wants, you hate it when Ashley like, and I fight? This whole, the first part of this episode is like the housewives asking their children questions, like trying to get them into the drama and the children being like, okay. Well, Jacqueline's doing like, she's doing a wellness check on CJ because I think he's... CJ's been locked in his toy room for... Well, he's. I think he's been getting sort of the middle child shaft. Yeah. Ashley, the new baby, like he's... So she just wants to make sure he's cool. So they're painting. It's cute. The baby's just rolling around on the floor. Mm-hmm. CJ's really sweet. And he he's is just sweet. like, yeah, I don't like when you and Ashley fight, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. And she's like, and then we cut to Danielle. <sighs> Danielle and Jilly are walking home and they notice a bouquet of flowers on the front steps. And Janelle goes, well, I wonder what this is. Wow, Jilly, what do you think this is? 
So strange that someone would just bring this up to my front steps. I think I saw something on the front door. Let's go look at it. I wonder what this is. And Jilly's like, it's a bouquet of flowers. She's like, it's Rose's mom. She goes, oh, it's very beautiful. And for a, for a beautiful girl, beautiful flowers for a for beautiful a girl, girl. Who's beautiful inside and out. Who do you think they're talking about, Jilly? Jilly's like, literally, they're talking about Christine. Yeah. Says inside and out, who do you think, mom? Who do you fucking think, mom? <laughs> I love Jilly's whole out of vibe in the show. She's reached max. She's over it. Yeah. She's over every element of every scene that she's in. Julie, I think, is Julie. <laughs> Jilly is like. Julie? Julie. Julie. Is. Has more maturity than Christine, even. Oh, 100%. Jilly is like. 29 so then they sit down at the kitchen table and she's like do you think i should call jacqueline jilly you think i should call her and just thank her for the and jilly goes i don't know i don't actually know she goes i don't know she goes no but she's like why are you she's basically like I'm why are you asking me she's like i'm seven and there's like that creepy <laughs> face on the glass behind <laughs> danielle and also danielle's like do you think you should be here for me to call jacqueline and she's like i think you would want privacy She's like, no, I, I, no, I think you should be here. I'm gonna call her. Should I call her? And she's like, Ma, I, like what? And so she calls. Jacqueline. Also, I just have to say, her, her, like, she's like, why would she send these flowers, Jill? It kind of reminded me of when Kelly Ben Simone sees the gift from Bethany on Scary Island. Yeah, and, and it causes like, her to cry. She, she just weeps on the bed. <laughs> Why'd she do this? She's laying on the bed next to the basket, going. <laughs> I can't. I can't handle it anymore. I live for being like Suspicious getting a nice a gift. gift and it causing throwing you into the pink, the brink of insanity. Yeah. The That's pink. true housewives shenanigans. So Danielle. Also, these are not for Danielle. They're for Christine. Yeah. And yet again, Danielle makes it about herself on Christine's life and has made it all about herself. She calls Jacqueline. She leaves a message. Jacqueline screens her call. Yeah. In the playroom, I think she calls the house phone first. And then she's like, she leaves a message. And then she turns to Jill and she's like, Jacqueline, she didn't answer. What do you think she's doing? She goes, she's, I mean, she has a baby. She's busy. <laughs> yeah. Like, Jill is the voice of reason. Yeah. The Greek chorus. And she's like, do you think that she didn't answer on purpose or do you think like and it's like what, what are, are you, you doing danielle conversation with jilly she needs to go do her homework yeah and then jilly maybe ask jilly about her day how was your day jilly and, yeah. then, and then jilly is like mom i i think she's probably busy like she's a mom and then yeah. and then danielle Jesus, goes you're right you're probably you know, right you i think what? i'm I'm gonna call her back, and I think that I, I I do I would like some privacy. And then Jilly bolts. Jilly goes, okay, great, and then leaves. Like loves getting out of there. Runs upstairs and then like goes on like a chat room mm-hmm. and like it's just like a cr- for crazy moms yeah. chat room where she's, she's like, like, God, my mom sucks. Like yeah. she's been she's filming a show. She asked me all these stupid questions. I feel like I'm the adult. <laughs> she's filming a show. <laughs> then. Danielle calls Jacqueline's cell and Jacqueline screens it. And Danielle leaves. You hear Jacqueline go, (laughs) Danielle goes, I have to be honest with you. I have to be quite honest with you. I thought you were your own woman. I was under the impression that you were your own woman. The way she talks is incredible. I, I have to be honest with you, Jacqueline. I was under the impression that you were your own woman. And to you made your own decisions. You made your own decisions. 
But I guess I was wrong. And uh, goodbye. She goes, I would hope that a, you know, a woman like you would, would do things without consent from your family more often. <laughs> goodbye. She up. talks like a villain, but I can't. It's like, it's almost like a Hannibal Lecter. Like there, she talks like some like iconic, like male villain from a movie, but I can't put my finger on who it she is. Just, she just has like, she's talking like that. It's in her like uvula, mm-hmm. like her voice. Oh, it's, Oh, I was under I the impression that you quite were your honest own woman. with you. I was under the impression that you were your own woman, Jacqueline. Like, shut up. Like you're insane. Crazy. So we cut to Dina and Teresa. <laughs> Teresa's coming over for like a little checkup with Dina. Yeah. Teresa also like so pregnant. So pregnant and is like, oh great tea. And I which I think you're not supposed to have. Like, I don't think you're supposed to have caffeine. She goes, What's wrong with herbal? <laughs> Dina goes, What's wrong with uh, Teresa goes, What's wrong with herbal? <laughs> herbal. I'm afraid to give you some herbal tea. I don't want the baby coming out. She goes, I don't want to see your puppy or whatever. You're like Chucky. The Chucky. I wrote moratorium on Chucky. I'm I'm done. I'm I, done with the Dina's cutesy like private park talk. It makes me wretch. It's weird. It's like it's a miracle of life, a baby being born. I don't want to see a puffy Chucky Chris I don't want Teresa. to see a Chucky. And then they go and they hang out in this that like, house, that room. That she goes, I never in? hang out in here. And I go, I don't fucking blame you. Yeah. That room <laughs> is Dracula's cave. Like <laughs> it's like a funeral parlor. It is wildly over the top. It's so dark. I love her house. And her house too. is my favorite. Cause it's so like, there's like, I would have fun being in that house. I'd have a lot of fun. There's a lot of photo shoot opportunities. Her kitchen's nice. Her kitchen's really nice. I just, it's like the level of like dusting that you would have to do oh, for yeah. a house like that. Like the lighting fixtures have little beads hanging from them and like pendants. And it's like, well, she's I just an think of how designer. much dust would like collect on everything. She and her, she's, they have a gay brother, Jamie, mm-hmm. who I think we see in this season. But he is, I think they were in business together. They were like interior designers together. So really? Dina's like all about like, home decor the details yeah but it shows i mean that was a wild room it was giving fulfilling my ultimate sopranos was wish fulfillment it's v sopranos but also i would just like i would love like going over there and like oh just like venting about life to dina yeah like she'd be like come on in come make i'll make you some tea she'll make you tea you can like hang with the cats and then she no i'm not touching oil slick yeah (laughs) Blackhead oil slick, slick Rick. That cat is that Grandma Wrinkles, the hairless one, and then that other one, the cute one. The cute one is a cutie who's hiding. And there's a shot where it zooms in on the on the cat's face <laughs> in between some plants. And it's just like. So Dina's basically like, I'm like. Apparently Danielle was upset with me that I didn't go to Christine's luncheon, even though like I told her like I can't come. <laughs> I feel like I have another commitment. Is the most like I'm not coming. Yeah. Why did you ask me? But I, that's an excuse that I'm going to use from now on. But, but yeah, she, she's like, why is she asking me? I don't want anything to do with the drama. Like I just don't want drama. 
She's like, yeah, I'm, she's like, you know, I tried to give Danielle a chance, but it seems like everywhere Danielle goes, there's drama. Which and is true. It's true. So she's starting to be like, Dean is also met. She's like Jilly. She's also reaching her like breaking point. Yeah. She's trying to be Zen and there's no Zen happening. Mm. And I forget how, un- I forgot how like crazily unzen things get in this season when we, at the very end, which we'll get to, but like when it flashes Danny that henchman i forgot about him oh danny's wild danny's wild but yeah dina is over it and then tree calls danielle a hoe bag <laughs> but she's a hoe bag she's a hoe bag and then dina goes Teresa just doesn't like danielle and like, I what guess can you say what can you say what can i say what can i'm starting say? to realize i'm starting to realize you'd really the table flipping and like her freaking the fuck out didn't tip you off that maybe she doesn't love danielle that much she's a she's a hoe bag she's a real hoe bag she's a real hoe bag caroline and jacqueline meet for lunch also i'm gonna say something and i'm gonna probably have you take it out what i have i get les vibes from danielle from dina yeah i could see that i get a little gay vibe from her her spiritual journey like Just she's like searching for something i don't know there's something she loves like i don't know there's yeah. something i kind of i don't know i almost feel like she's like i have like when i from please don't you have to delete those no why come on let me say it. okay okay because like i was gonna say it's interesting you say that no. because i've always had like a kind of like a mm, about dina she's, and i feel like i have that i have like a lesbian gaydar I do too. Yeah, I, I, I kind of uh, it, take it or leave it, readers. What do yeah, you think? I'm not. Look, I'm not accusing her of this anything. This isn't an indictment. No, i This is just like I just always I get a little bit of a, a gay vibe from her, and I and I I always, and I didn't really dawn on me until this season when I was rewatching it, and I was like, there's just something. I would love to wife up Dina. And then be like my beautiful wife. You're gonna full Dale. <laughs> I go full Dale. Hey. I'm just still me, hey. but I'm just like my beautiful wife. She loves jewelry. <laughs> I go full like Ital- Italian American. Yeah, I come you, over, you, hang out with me and my you beautiful feel it wife. Too? Yeah, and that I'm now Maybe realizing why fully. I like her so much. Just like a little. There's like just like a little bit something there. I don't know. If anyone else Weigh feels in. that? Weigh in. Yeah. Sexyuniquepodcast at gmail.com. Let me know. Write us your thoughts. Um, so, Car- yeah, Caroline and Jacqueline. <laughs> they meet, and they're still, like, having the same conversation about, like, Dan- the Danielle of it all. Car- Caroline goes, I'm getting to know Tari- <laughs> I'm getting to know Jacqueline, and I gotta say, I very much enjoy your company. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hearing Caroline, if Caroline ever says that about you, it's, like, the nicest thing she'll say about you. Yeah. She like, very much enjoys your company. Well. Yeah. And then they're talking, and Jacqueline's like, I can't believe how rude it was of her. She's like, not respecting that I'm putting my husband first, and like all this stuff. And Carolyn goes, I have a million dollar question for you. And then I forgot what her question was, but I just like that. Oh, she, she goes, she goes, did she ever call you when, you when when Nicholas was born? And Jacqueline goes, well, well no, she didn't. She yeah. goes, yeah, says a lot. And she goes, yeah, and after it was one of the biggest moments of my life in the last few years. And she goes, yeah. So that should tell you something. Wow. Did she call you when Nicholas was born? And then also I love single card. She didn't, she never celebrated Nicholas. 
Never celebrated. Also, I love when Jacqueline imitated Danielle. <laughs> that was a really good Oh, well. <laughs> I, was, I thought you were your own I woman. thought you were your own. Jacqueline is a loller. Mm-hmm. She's really funny. She um, loves to loll. So yeah, but that was a good point. Caroline's like, did she ever make any acknowledgement of your of the child miracle and, baby that you had? And she expects you to like drop everything and come to her like bizarre luncheon. Yeah. Also, it's like a luncheon for her daughter who wasn't invited. Souls, she's sucking out of her body with every breath she takes. It's like hocus pocus. Yeah, it's really dark sided. It is. Um. I also wrote, I, I just wrote, I want Caroline to text me every morning. You're fucking stupid. <laughs> I have a million dollar question for you. I've got a million dollar question. Are you fucking stupid? Are you fucking stupid or are you dumb? I had a, <laughs> I had a swim coach. My summer swim coach used to go, Carrie, are you stupid or are you just lazy? <laughs> <laughs> You're like both. And I said, but I, my, my friend, my, one of my best friends, said i'm both <laughs> yeah same um also yeah. caroline loves jacqueline groveling yeah it's a power Told you so mm-hmm. i've got a million dollar question for you i've got a million dollar question for you did she ever celebrate your son no and jacqueline's like hmm. no she loves getting back in caroline's favor yeah also we it's find out in this have like- them back together again Caroline's happy to be just gathering her family also i'm watching season three with simon and mm-hmm. I forgot that Jacqueline and Caroline got into a fist fight when? ten years prior. Like when ten they, years prior, when she and Chris first got married, they were living with Caroline because of, I guess, some financial shit. Like Caroline was having Jacqueline, Ashley, and Chris live with her and her kids and Albert. And Caroline and Jacqueline got into a fist fight. Jacqueline punched Caroline. <laughs> These families. That's a real. Family, the families that brawl stay together but i bet caroline the was families like, that brawl just traumatize each other but it's really like i've never my family is not a physically brawling family we destroy no, each other's not, lives in other ways yeah. but like not just not by physical violence but I just, i'm really obsessed with all the the brawling that takes place in the real housewives of new jersey jacqueline jacqueline threw down she's from vegas these ladies will throw down don't fuck with her um so then we cut to danielle danielle with christine and jilly on christine's bed danielle also when she tries to be cute with her dog i was like that doesn't sound natural also good boy anyone that names their dog like after a designer is like it it belies a a, something is amiss i mean luann countess luann named her dog aston like aston martin yeah it just is like, I'm not, I, this also, again, this isn't an indictment of you. I'll love s- you, love your dog. I can say it's an indictment of you. <laughs> <I'll, laughs> but I'm I'll just like, Laura I'm like, Camp and you're I a little bit, that's a true babe move. Yeah. And don't think I don't see it. I see it. I see it and I love it, but I'm going to have to, if Straight I see something, say something. Straight to Cedars. Straight to Cedars, 5150. Yeah. Um, so she's saying Christine's going to be walking and rebecca minkoff mm-hmm. in the fashion week it's a big deal it's a huge deal it's a it's brand her first show her it's first a big show brand. yeah and danielle is, again oh, it's cool it's really cool yeah i'm i'm excited i think she doesn't want it really at all no and danielle goes you're gonna be walk you're gonna be walking in eight inch heels hope <laughs> you're she, ready for that eight inches is 
a huge heel. That's not. That's not. That's not even like a size of shoe. Maybe six inch. Six inch, yeah. But like an eight, eight inch heel is like. She's like eight inches. What she do you goes, think? What do you think about that? I was like, you're stop trying to scare her. And also, like, <laughs> can you not? How do you not see that everything you do it destroys her life? Christine goes, no. She goes, that's not accurate. Eight inches are <laughs> totally impossible. And and she has six inches, maybe, but like not eight. And Daniel was yeah. like, no, eight, eight inches, eight inches. I know these things. It's gonna be scary. It's gonna be a little different from when I was a model. And then I hope you're ready for it. Christine's like, fuck you. And then Danielle goes. And you're next, Jilly. She shows <laughs> she shows Jilly a, a photo of Christine from her daily shoot, and Jilly laughs. Jilly laughs, and, and then she goes, your hair like, is so big. Thanks a lot for laughing at me. And Jilly's like, "Wow, your hair is big." She goes, "But that's that's what your sister looks like, Jilly." And she goes, "And guess and you're what? Next, you're, you're gonna next. look like that too." She goes, "Everybody, everyone was going crazy for you. They said that you look just like." her and points to christine and jilly and christine are like and then christine goes no we don't look anything alike yeah which, which is, is like, like total big you're sister baiting move. these sisters to like fight oh She's and putting them against them each other looks wise yeah. which is the worst thing you can do for like impressionable young ladies and, and then christine's like no we don't look anything alike you she have freckles all over freckles all over her and then face. jilly goes you, you have, have freckles, freckles too but face. you just cover, cover them up with, with makeup. makeup and then and then christine goes well i don't think that we look anything alike so stop. Don't say it. Don't say it. But I love that. They think you look just, just like, like her. her. And Jilly's like, okay. I love the threat of you're next, Jilly. You're next. Jilly's like, I will never do this. <laughs> okay. So then we go to Teresa with the gals. This Teresa. is truly the best scene. Four step. They go to like some... It was like, like baby two step or something with it. Like some, it has a stage. All you need to know is this child clothing store has a stage where you come out of a dressing room onto a stage, yeah. which I need that. Me in an too. Adult clothing store. We had this shoe store that it was actually a friend of mine from high school. His dad owned it and they had like a play area. It was a huge shoe store and mm-hmm. they had like a, like a wood big play fort thing that you could play it was so fun and it was really it was like yeah yeah i there was a children's clothing store in oklahoma city where we'd always go and it had like a little like crawl space area for kids that you yeah. could kind of call through yeah like that's how this thing. was and i remember exactly how i can still remember how that smelled yeah and like the feeling of being in this kind of creepy crawl space yeah and it was like but it was fun. Children, we needed that for adults, though. I know. I want like a fully immersive a stage dressing room. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sydney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. So Teresa brings all the girls and one of their friends to the store to to go on a spree to shop till they fucking drop. Teresa's literally so fucking pregnant. Yeah. And then there's this one part where she's (laughs) Melania (laughs) steals something from Teresa. I think it's like a phone or Mm -hmm. like some I think it's a phone. And she goes, 
Melania. She goes, bring that back. And then Melania goes, no. And she runs and she runs away from Teresa. She hits Teresa away, runs away from her, and then takes goes to all these shelves like, of all socks, these socks and just starts <laughs> knocking them all down. Yeah, it's and amazing. Gabrielle Melania. And then Melania. Hear, and then Gabrielle is in the dressing room going, no. <laughs> but I love Melania. Give that back. And then Melania goes, no. And runs. And then Gia is like, I'm taking all of this. I'm taking all of this. And then Teresa goes, Gia, I'm not Donald Trump. I can't buy all this. <laughs> that was, and I was the like, best. Foreshadowing. And she then, goes, why don't you get a job? And she goes, I'm too pretty to work. And I was like, like, you have your work cut out for you. They cut to the cashiers. Teresa's like, <laughs> I don't know where she says these things. She then, sounds like someone I know. And the cashiers are like, we hate you, but also thanks for spending $1,065.80. Oh, no. It was $1,960. It was almost two grand. What? Yeah. Uh, my brain wouldn't even accept that figure. She spends 19 19- hundred dollars on children's clothing on fucking i'm just like bullshit that will fit them for one year meanwhile knowing all the shit that was happening in their like mm-hmm. per, their financial situation and they're doing that this is why they went broke yeah nine one thousand nine hundred sixty dollars on like a spree that's rent rent i love them also when she's picking out she goes Melania, I love these, and like holds up like snakeskin print like leggings. Melania goes, no, <laughs> I just love that. No, or like, gee, I love these, and Gia's like, those are cute. <laughs> Melania's like, hands off, Ma, I gotta make a call. Everyone, shut the fuck up now. I'm going in the dressing room. Everyone, shut up now. And she looks <laughs> at the cashier. She goes, you two fuckers, turn your heads. She goes, you want me to get socks? I'll get fucking socks. I'll get all the fucking socks. I'll get all the fucking socks. You two, turn your heads right now. I want privacy. Don't even look at me. Don't even look at me. Shut the fuck up. Don't even fucking look at me. And you over there, she points to some random mom and her daughter in the random store. You two, out of the store. Get out of the fucking store. Go out on the street. Go out on the street. Out in the parking lot. Back in the parking lot. I'll see you in the parking lot. I'll see you outside, bitch. She says to this like little girl who's like walking. What? Gabriella is like trying on like a funeral cloak like she wants just like witchy big black outfits and that's when Teresa was like Gabriella I think it's too big and Gabriella goes no (laughs) Gabriella has like dark inclination she is a witch she's she's later in the episode you cuts to her and she's like fingering a knife yeah just like staring at her parents she's like, i was like you're what alchemy she was possessed by an italian witch she is no no Melania, shut the fuck up gabriella shut the fuck up shut the fuck up you too and she points to the baby mm-hmm. you shut your fucking mouth she's, <laughs> when you come out of here she's like pointing to Teresa's stomach she's like when you come out you gotta keep your fucking mouth shut yeah or else i'll cut you I will fuck you I up. I will fuck you up. Every she, fucking day of your fucking life will be hell. She's asleep. Melania comes in with a flashlight. <laughs> she shines it onto the baby. She just puts it on the stomach so I the know baby you can, can hear see me. it. You can hear everything I say. I know you shit. can understand, you little shit. You be quiet or else I'll fucking kill you. I'll fucking kill you. Every I'm day fuck of your you life up. will be hell on earth. If you don't stay in line, you don't stay tip-top shape, on your tippy toes, walking on glass, walking on eggshells with me all along. I will fuck you up. You hear me? And then Teresa wakes up. Goes, Melania. What are you doing? Nothing. Shh, nothing. 
Nothing. Like she runs, runs out again. And then she, as she's closing the door, she shines the light again on the stomach. And she, she goes does like, like a Morse code and shine. A, and a cut fa- cutthroat. Yeah. Um, Dina has her Zen Gen energy soda, who looks like Sarah Gilbert. Honestly, I realize like I need to move to like some weird suburban city and then just say I'm an energist. Yeah, this girl this lady Zen just like Gen. comes over and like listens to Dina talk about her drama. Yeah, and she, then like look really nice. What? It does look really nice. I mean, it's nice. She like, has a really, her voice was a little asmr Yeah. I mean, all you have to do is be like, okay, and now we're going to just smudge and get this negative energy away. Like, it's like a therapy session, essentially. Dina's like, I feel like I should go talk to this. I feel like, you know, Danielle and Senjen's like, oh, yeah. And she's <laughs> like, I feel like I should go. I don't know what to do. I, I just, I can't, I can't stand it. Part of me just wants to turn away and just never speak to her again. And then Senjen goes, I really think you should talk to her. I think you should confront her in a public setting. <laughs> She's like, She's a plan. Zen Jen thinks that I should confront her. So I'm going to. She goes, And before you go, I'm going to do a little smudging. Do you know what that is? And and then Dina's like, Yeah, you've told me. Mm-hmm. And she does a little like. She's like, For all, I think it's for all the bracelets she wears are made of crystals. So Zen Jen wants to make sure that no bad, bad energy. energy is like being absorbed. Well, that's actually smart. It was smart. Because. You're surrounded by a lot of bad energy, especially if you're interacting with Danielle. I feel like a crystal will soak that up. Danielle. Danielle's bad energy. Danielle. Danielle. Um, Karen comes over. Karen, the realtor, looking less perky than the first time, comes over to share the news with Danielle. Well, first she sets it up like she's like, so I talked to your ex-husband. And mm-hmm. the way and this almost made me think she was trolling Danielle a little. <laughs> Because she sets it up that she's going to be like, so he's agreeing to like pay for the repairs. Yeah, because she was like, we talked, and I explained the situation to him. He was surprisingly him. very receptive. Yeah, and agreeable. And Danielle's like, okay. All and right. then she goes, but unfortunately, in the end, he We couldn't work refused. it out. And then Danielle goes, Karen, I, 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 can't, I can't spend any of my money on this. Money I don't have on the house. I also, Danielle is wonderfully compl- complex in the sense that like so she would need in order to sell the house and make the profit that it's worth she would need to like fix up some stuff yeah and she doesn't want to do that because her husband is getting a significant portion of the house sale make like eight eight hundred grand and she would make a million and because her husband won't pay so that she can sell a house and make profit, she's going to shoot them both in the foot and take the house off the market. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Oh, she would make like a million. Yeah, she said, because the house, I think she said like, this is a $2 million house, but right now we'd have to sell it for like 1.5. And my husband would make like 700K, but I'd make the rest. But he's not going to play nice, so I'm taking the house off the market. And it's just like, she's the kind of person that if she doesn't get her way, will fuck everyone over and fuck herself over. It's like it's like mutually assured destruction. Yeah, and like, that's just like, everyone. The- so many people experience like negative fallout from her just like not willing to make a baby step forward or just say you know what fuck it we'll sell the house for this and like <clears throat> wow i was confused i i guess i was i didn't realize that she was she's gonna make money regardless yeah she would make money regardless that's so a it's lot just of money like, that's a lot of money and also like you really want to get out of this house so badly it's destroying your life then like you would pay whatever 
patch up a wall like it's take literally an, it's like take a nail out of the wall take a crooked nail out of your kitchen wall yeah and, and like and seal up a crack and like clean up your closet and get rid pick of that. your dirty undies up off the yeah. floor danielle's like not a cent of my money will go to this house her dogs also rub their asses on her white carpet i know they have worms <laughs> she's like you really need to take your pets to the vet and she's like not a cent she doesn't vaccinate her pets do you think she probably doesn't that one pet had like pink around its eyes it looked looked unwell (laughs) i I could sense there was like an ear nose throat thing happening to one of its ears it looked like an ear infection and i know that because tony's had an ear infection so i know the warning signs but yeah she's like she's she decides to pull out so I guess I have no I choice but to stay. if he doesn't want to... Accept his, his financial responsibilities to his children, then I have no choice but to remain in this house until he does. So she's going to fucking squat, sit in, basically, like a yeah. sit-in, until he forks over... Sit in her Grey Gardens ass, crumbly-ass house with her daughters. For what? For what? To, to get maybe a couple hundred thousand more dollars. No, it's but it's it's she's she just likes to inflict pain. Yeah, I think so. And she's like, she's the kind of person that would be like, your daughters are miserable here. I'm miserable. The house is falling apart. But this is all your decision. All your decision. And it's like, I hope I hope you go to sleep at night. I hope you're happy. Knowing everyone else is in deep dark pain. Also, Teresa comes in at one point and she's like, get a job, girlfriend, to Danielle. And I wanted to be like, hey, Teresa. You should also get a job. <laughs> Glass houses. <laughs> Why also- don't you get a job yourself, Teresa? <laughs> You're a criminal. That's what I like thought that when she said it. Yeah, I was. But then I was also like, you both do have a job and it's filming this show. Yeah. So like. Yeah, she they make like hundreds and thousands of dollars. Yeah, like you both have jobs. I know. Get it you could almost see Teresa being like I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. She's like, Mom, maybe I said the wrong thing. <laughs> but then Teresa Daniel goes, I hope to financially provide for my daughters. <laughs> and I was like, Yeah. She goes, I hope to find a way to financially provide for my daughters. I'm like, Yeah, by making them financially provide for you. Yeah. And being there every step of the way. Like, oh yeah, also, you're on a show. You're like, literally... You're, you're making half a million dollars a, a year, probably. I know, and you could sell this house, move into another house. Or just, like, a nice apartment. Yeah, in, like, like, you don't have... It doesn't have to be this way. No. No, I hope one I day hope. to financially provide for my daughters. You're but literally putting them to work and telling them... Someday we'll be able to move into a house that's nicer than this house because you guys have worked. Oh my god. It's so backwards. Um Caroline is a white range too. Caroline comes over. Yeah. Do they all have white range rovers? Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Caroline and Gwyneth Albie, has a white range rover. She does? Yeah. My sister had a white range rover. <gasps> the White Range Club. Who else is in the ro- the White Range Club? Make it known. Let it be known. I hope to one day be in the White Range Club. You do. Caroline comes over with Albie to Teresa's to have like a pre-Melania Fashion Week runway debut dinner. Mm -hmm. Teresa discloses that she and Joe fuck every Every single day. Sometimes twice. Love that for them. Caroline goes, who can say that? Walk into New York Fashion Week. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, honestly, who can say that? 
You walk in Fashion Week. It, it's just she's it's amazing. Tickled. She's tickled. I'm she's honestly tickled. She views this as like a miracle. Yeah. I mean, she's sweet. She's sweet. She really does care. She's like, my kids are grown, and now I get to stay up with other kids. Who who else who can, can say, say that? that? Oh, do you walk for Aunt Caroline? She loves everything about it. do the walk. She really like knows how to like Tickle. butter Gia or is it Gia? No, Caroline. Gia. Yeah, Gia. Gia up. Oh, I think you're the best model I've ever seen, Gia. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and Gia's like, thank you. The goblins. They are of really wine, sweet to those kids. They are sweet, and oh, the kids need it. Chalice. The chalice of wine. It's like an upside down triangle mm-hmm. filled to the brim. <laughs> Joe walks in at like eight p.m. and Dries is like. You're always late. You say you want me to make dinner at 5 p.m. Old school style. Then you don't show up till 8. It's like, yeah, he goes and fucks his guma and then like comes home to dinner. I think he does. He does. That's classic. Yeah. And like, that's what they do based on literally me just watching Sopranos. He goes and like breaks someone's fingers and then fucks his guma and then comes home for meatballs. (laughs) Yeah. He just like shot someone in the head. Buried them next to the turnpike under an overpass and then came home. Made it home for meatballs. Mm-hmm. His uh, his mind is somewhere else. It's on the eight people he just murdered. I know. <laughs> or the eight people he just he just said, take him out. Yeah. <laughs> Juicy Joe uh, just like comes in and is like grunting. He doesn't even say anything. <clears throat> He's just like old school style. Wait, so then we cut to um, the next morning... Gia is driving. Teresa and Joe are driving Gia to the Fashion Week, and Joe is being so mean to Gia. This made me really sad. Yeah, it was like very abusive. He was teasing her, but like crossing like, the line. Like you can't tease little girls like that. And no, cry. He was Gia. You're gonna be walking down the ugly runway once they get a look at you. And then G- Gia starts retreating into her headphones, and, and then it, is like weeping. She's silently weeping, listening in the back to like, seat next to whoever is filming all of this too which is like a wild thing to think there's a fourth person yeah. in the car with a huge camera filming this entire family dynamic she is listening to like hoku or something and, and her <laughs> with her headphones on just crying and then Teresa turns to you gia gia she's like hitting her oh, with her phone stop it gia i was like what and joe's like you're really ugly gia you're ugly like, you're so <laughs> ugly and Gia now goes, they're really gonna think you're ugly that's mean. She's in pain. She is. And he doesn't. This isn't like just like stop it, like a tantrum. This is actually like you have severely hurt a child's feelings and called a little go- girl ugly. That's about to go walk on a runway at fashion. And meet. then Teresa's being like, "Oh, Gia, stop." She's like, "He's just kidding," which is like the worst thing you can follow that up with because he- it's like minimizes all the emotions and then normalizes abuse? verbal abuse. And then Joe goes, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn the car around, Gia. I'm gonna take you right back home." And then Teresa's like and i'm gonna return all your clothes it's like fuck both of you torturing a young girl baby a baby she was really upset she was i felt so bad for her oh wait side joke the night before at dinner with caroline joe at one point tells gabriella he's gonna take her out back with the The dogs Teresa's like, this is what happens. You come home late and the girls are all hyped up. Like G- Gabriella's literally yeah. like channeling Paymon. And Joe goes, Gabrielle, I'm gonna Mel- take you Melania up back by the like, dogs. Hey dad, what have you been up to? I know what you've been doing. How many people today, Dad? What's the number today? Body count, Dad. Give it to me. 
You got a little blood on your shirt, Dad. Got a little speckle. Gabriella's like... <laughs> Gabriella, stop that. Or I'm going to take you out back take by the dog. Take you with the dog. <laughs> <laughs> that is a threat. Danielle me, oh. is obsessed with IMG. She's like... She's like, I think everyone knows that IMG is the best. Danielle walks into the IMG like reception and she's like, Hello, I, can you get me a uh, Mac on the phone? <laughs> no, and the reception is like okay she's like the queen she's never she's never danielle has feels at home at img yeah she's 100 percent home when she walks into those doors she loves being like i'm just an img mom in a model like with her model daughter as like an accessory mm-hmm. to her fabulosity so they get this amazing guy mac who's like walking, the walking coach. coach i love a walking coach because she's Christine's walking that night and Rebecca Minkoff. So he's like, we have to crash course her because she doesn't know how to walk. Yeah. And she doesn't. Which is a whole, (laughs) it is really a whole art. I went to like modeling camps when I was like 13 and they would have walking coaches teaching. Really? Yeah. And it was always like, you would, it would be like all these girls trying to learn how to walk. Cause then like the next day at the modeling convention, like you would walk down a runway in front of all it? these different agencies. Yeah. I did it two years in a row. Cause the first year I had braces. And Aww. so no one picked me because I had braces. Did you pick the next year? Then I got picked the next year by one agency that was based out of Dallas, but they were like, you'll have to move to Dallas. And then I was just like, no. Dallas model. <laughs> I was just like, no, it's not going to happen. Mm-mm. And so that was that. But this, these conventions are also just like a way to hustle people out of cash. Like that's yeah. not the way you, cause you pay money to like go to these and then get in front of like agents. Yeah. But I remember seeing like actual modely girls right. that would get like picked by like five different agencies. Yeah. And I was just like, wow, uh, like they are, looked like, Emily Ratajkowski or oh whatever. Oh, my God. And I'd just be like, oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> get to move Fashion, to Dallas. Fashion, am I right? Also get these... to move to Houston. <laughs> yeah, I was like, no. <laughs> I'll stay right where I'm at. Thank you very much. So, Christine, Mac tells her to take her gum out, which I was like, yes! Yeah. Someone did it. Take that gum out. He goes, gum. Shoulders Chris- back. Christine is not having it. She she's really, really... She's being very rude to Mac. She's really rude to him. She's rude to her mom. She's copping an attitude. He's like, I can see your emotions all over your face. Danielle's like, that's not going to work. You can't do that. And then he's making Christine... I mean, she has the face, mm-hmm. but she her walk is awkward. Her walk is a little awkward. Her posture is not great. So he has her just walk up and down the length of like a boardroom. And at one point, Chris Danielle dangles. She puts herself at the end of it. And she's like, and she's going, come on, do it again. Do it again. It's like very stage mom. She turns completely into a stage mom. Yeah. And she's and like, the- one more time. <laughs> My favorite is Jilly sitting at the head of the boardroom table, sucking down a Starbucks, just being like, this is hell. And I'm so glad she's- that I'm not involved in it in any way. She's drinking a Frappuccino. Jilly's on the sidelines with her frap being like, ha ha. And Christine is so pissed. And at one point, she gets, she walks in the the modeling, like the the fake runway, and gets in Danielle's face, like super aggressively. Yeah, you could see the rage in her eyes. She's so upset. And then she basically is just like you and you to like Mac and Danielle. She's like, I'm done. She goes, "You're both pissing me off," which is insane. You're talking like, to like a professional person. Yeah. Like this is like a this is like a job thing. I was kind of in that moment. I was like, okay, she's a brat. But also, it's like she doesn't 
this I don't think that she ever wanted to no. do any of this. I think she's being pushed to do it. For and sure. like and it's clear that it's like not fun for her. No. And then also Danielle isn't like realizing wow, every time I'm around Christine when she does this, she seems to get really irritated. So maybe I need to like be out of the room or like leave her or maybe she can't because she's underage, so she has to like No, I think Danielle I think she's I think she knows that it's bothering her. Yeah. I think I don't I think Danielle does it to psych her out. Yeah, she like she's, eggs her on. She's and stuff. evil. I, I I think Danielle is fully evil. There's something's not right. Yeah, but I love do it again. Do it again. Do it again. She's when she gets a handle on one thing and another thing falls off. Yeah. Yeah. Like just like harping on her. But when Christine, it's like touching piano music plays and you <laughs> see Christine walking towards and you can literally see flames in her eyes. Yeah. There she's, are like tears in her eyes. She so hates her mother so much. Mm-hmm. Hates this whole situation. Hates, hates Matt. And then even in the talking head, she's just like rushing through everything. She's just like, yeah, and then we had to like go and like walk and whatever. And like, it's just like, you can tell she's like, I hate my life. Yeah. So then we cut to shots of Paris, Kim and Lindsay mm-hmm. at Fashion Week. The fe- the queen of the Federation. The hustle bustle of Fashion Week. The Federation has landed. Teresa um, backstage with Gia tries to give her a piece of candy to wake her up because she's tired because it's been a long sleepy. day and also she was put through emotional hell on yeah. the ride over she tries to tell her to like continue is like you need to laugh off what your dad said yeah like, don't take him seriously which is just like this is not again not the way to handle this situation she is still upset about it she's like that was really mean what dad did and Teresa's yeah. like oh Gia, he was just kidding with you come on laugh it off no I was like that might be normal for you but like, Gia that's is not clearly okay. in a like fugue state right now. She's fragile. Yeah, sure. Dad told her that she's ugly on the day of her like first runway cool. show that she was so excited for, which the whole thing is like, Such... you're a pretty, pretty princess model, and then he like undercut it to the point where she wept, crying, and, and like, went, in, went into herself. Yeah, and was, then you're was telling hiding with her ears covered poor little gia she's upset she's like not being she's not she's exhausted from the trauma yeah like that's not okay no but never let the father of my children talk to my daughter that way awful awful so christine um christine walks in the show (laughs) well christine she behind stage she's like i'm so so hungry she goes food and i my first instinct was i was like i love her she like truly doesn't give a fuck about modeling and is gonna go raid the craft services table and then she gets two slices of melon of on cantaloupe. a plate and then walks away or honey what was it honeydew, honeydew the grossest the grossest thing you can possibly eat in my opinion from the fruit tray there was also like quinoa and like pasta and yeah like i was like damn eat that and then danielle even was like that's all you're eating well i think danielle was like that my wow girl. i'm surprised yeah Danielle don't you want any like, chocolate I taught you well she goes no chocolate for you wow i'm shocked <laughs> i'm shocked jilly's like <laughs> eating skittles yeah jilly's like having the best day of her life no one's paying attention to her or like fucking with her Christine? she gets to have a frap she gets to go backstage and just like go to town on the buffet and Christ- like everyone's leaving her alone for the most part christine probably like wandered up to some models and like just started talking to them i know i was like i wonder if she made friends with any of the models because they're all around the same age and it would be so 
Oh, Jilly? I thought Christine. Well, I think she did, but I'm, I'm talking about Jilly probably like wandered around. And was Jilly's like, like interviewing people. Mm-hmm. She's like, if how did you emancipate from your parents? She's like, and the Ukrainian girl's like, well, I, <laughs> I she's escaped. Like, Into my country. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Jilly's like, <laughs> she just walks up to some like 16 year old model and goes, wow, you're really beautiful. And she goes, thanks. And she goes, can you be my mom? She's just walking up to people being like, can you be my mom? Will you adopt me? Are you adopted? <laughs> Who adopted you? Would they foster me? She's you- trying to like make deals. Yeah. Um, She's like, will you just take me out of here? Can I go with you wherever you go next? Christine. I love, I'm pointing. Christine acts like she doesn't like it, but she, I think she secretly likes it. Well, Once you're back there, it's like, how can you not be excited? And then it's excited. It's like a big deal. I think she didn't realize that this was like a big thing yeah it's a like huge she, deal her face is on this magazine that's everywhere and she's walking in like a major yeah she's walking in a show and like i think then but i think she also even like after her big moment and after she botches the whole thing is like realizes kind of what she's done and then wants it more but it's kind of almost too late at yeah. that point like she's just it's never gonna happen and nor could it because truly it's set up to fail from the start it was all according to daniel's plan i think she walks in the show she does a pretty good job well first gia walks uh and gia wait okay what is this brand it's like pajamas i don't know know. gia comes out in a little flower dress holding this like other older like a yeah adult woman's hand i love that they cast her to play like the daughter of this woman they yeah. look nothing alike nothing alike but gia is a star she's stunningly she's really gorgeous. cute i think someone tried to rub highlighter on her leg though she has like a smudge of highlighter on one leg that's like looks very out of place but she owns the runway jacqueline starts weeping weeping she says i don't know what happened but then i saw her come out and then i just started crying Teresa and joe Teresa's like unmoved yeah she just has like a plastered fake She's just looking, she's like, in she's stage praying mom. like that nothing bad happens. Yeah. She's like, let's just get through it. Teresa went excited. like catatonic because she <laughs> is so nervous and loves her daughter so much that she literally went into catatonia. Joe is like moved. Joe is smiling and really proud. Caroline. Because that's how dads like that are. Caroline is just laughing because she's like, this little midget just walking down the road. Oh my, it's the best thing I've that. ever seen. And Jacqueline, Jacqueline sobbing. Jacqueline is like me. I'd be Moved crying. To tears. Jacqueline yeah. is. She's like. I just. I can't. It's just <laughs> but that that was like joyous. Yeah. There, Christine's was just dark. Christine's took so many dark turns. I realized that I had blocked out all of this happening because I truly was like, <gasps> no, like ev- with every twist and turn as it got darker and darker and yeah. darker, I was just like, oh my God, like I cannot believe this happened to this poor. Also when Gia's walking out, there's like a off brand poker face. Mm-hmm. It's like do, 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 do <laughs> playing as she walks down. And then afterward they say, they all go backstage and I'll hug her. And Joe has tears in his eyes. He knew yeah. what he did. He knew what he did, and he was really proud of her. He's like, you're you so, so pretty. I don't think that he does it to be like mean and hurtful, but I think that some men don't really understand that you just can't tease little girls like that. Well, okay, here's my thing with Joe. In that moment, I think that's the real Joe, when he has, he has like red, misty eyes, mm-hmm. and he's so proud of Gia. He loves his daughter so much, but he's kind of like Tony Soprano. He feels like he has to be tough yeah but he's actually i think 
He's juicy. A softie. He's a softie. But he feels like he has to be like this dick. He can't. Know. And when he's and he was probably nervous for Gia and like so excited, nervous, but he can't be earnest, so he has to be a fucking dick and yeah. abusive. My I'm not dad him. when I was eight years old, I had like a party at the skating rink and I was so excited for it. And my dad picked me up to go to the skating rink. And then started to pretend that he didn't know where it was. Like, and as we got closer and closer, he was like, where is it? Like, I don't see it. Like, where is it? As we were like coming up on it. And I was like, it's right there. It's right there. It's right there. It's right there. And he drove past it like as a joke troll, but it destroyed me Gia style. I was like weeping, crying. I thought, that? That, I don't know. It's just like some dads are really like into teasing, torture teasing. My dad never did that. It was really, I remember, I truly was like, my life flashed before my eyes. I was like, we're driving right past my birthday. All my friends are there. That's and like, mean. he doesn't see it. And I don't know if I'll ever get there. Like, why? <laughs> it's like a true moment of like, how? I had some moments where like my family all, if I was being like bratty about something, they all kind of <laughs> tease, like the segue. The segue, yeah. Or like, but when I was That's little. That's one thing, but like. A tease troll torture for no reason just to kind of get a rise out of a kid and then it takes it too far and i just think with little girls especially oh my god i mean with any kids no kids are so sensitive never tell a little girl that she's not never say that she's ugly so mean poor g i actually got like emotional watching it i did too i felt really bad that's mean i felt really bad for the kids on the show because i think that they were put through some unethical i think it's kind of unethical to what they did to these girls and then danielle we cut to christine and danielle goes i, I hope that christine doesn't fall <laughs> she's wearing really tall heels we see christine she's wearing she looks great yeah she looks, she looks amazing. amazing she's like danielle was like when she came out on the runway Grew up in my mouth a little okay, bit, which said, I'm like, what does that mean? I said, I said this. Danielle always loves to talk about like throwing up and diarrhea. I had diarrhea for two weeks because of that woman. Like in the season <laughs> one, she was in this whole thing. She always talks about how she had diarrhea when they brought up the book. Wow. She always talks about like diarrhea and like she's really into like. I'm like, it's just bodily visceral. I'm like, stop. I might have thrown up in my mouth a little. But what is that? I thought I thought that that was always a bad thing. Like what you say she when you're like grossed out by something. Not when you're like so happy for your daughter's modeling debut. I think she meant like she was just so... She was just like overcome. Yeah. Yeah. But, but it it's came like, off weird. It I, was really weird. Went, I, I might have thrown up in my mouth a little. I was, I was like, like, why? Just say you were really happy. Yeah. That's okay to be happy. But literally before she leaves backstage, she goes, don't fall great thanks for the site like the psych out and then christine's walking out and she's like this is the making of a supermodel she goes, <laughs> she, goes <laughs> she goes she will be traveling all over the world milan italy and i will be with her at By every at step every step of she's the way talking about her yeah in this moment she's not talking about like she's like this is the making of my star yeah which is on the rise, and soon I will travel globally. Me. We'll be taking things globally. Yeah. And, and it's like, you're bonkers out of your fucking mind. But there was, I was happy to see like a glimmer of joy when Christine nails, she does well. 
She did a great job walking. When she goes backstage, you can see that she's actually like, She Whoa. was happy. That, she was like, this is cool. That was cool. And then she comes out again for like the finale walk. The finale walk. She nails it. And then they have to do a really dark thing, which is just stand there. Yeah, that was weird. I hate that. I guess that's like, I mean, it's standard, I guess, in presentations or whatever. But like, that seems, it's just like, you're yeah, a they, mannequin. It's a weird thing to make people do. They make all the models stand in a line on the outsides of the runway. And they just, they just like stand there. They just have to stand and pose for 25 minutes, which is actually a very long time. Yeah. And Christine, I've fully been in this situation. One time I was like really hungover and went to like, as my friend's date to like a Catholic wedding and he was in the wedding and I just had to be in like the audience. It was so hot. There was like a, like a stained glass skylight that one beam of sun was coming down right on me. And I was like starting to get covered in a sheen of sweat and was like, I'm going to barf and pass out. Like I can't keep standing up, sitting down, standing up, sitting down at this like yeah, Catholic, Catholic so long. ceremony. It's so long. And by the end of the wedding, I was like holding onto the pew, just like propping myself up. And finally the wedding was over and I finally like just sat down and like almost died. Oh my God. But I was like, did you throw up? I sat down and then like staggered to a bathroom where I just like, was able to just take a breather and like wipe all the sweat off of myself did you party then i just like ate a bunch of food at the ceremony i had partied the night before (laughs) that's why (laughs) um but yeah i know exactly the like feeling that christine was going through she kind of barfed in her own mouth a little bit i think it was like foreshadowing Mm -hmm. and she's so she's standing there and then danielle goes to dilly i don't know what we're supposed to in earshot of christine what are we supposed to do? Just, I guess we could walk around, make some funny faces, try to get her to break. How about that? And, she, and then she smiles. She goes, I guess we'll just walk over here then, Jilly, won't we? We'll just walk around. And then Danielle's like giving interviews on Christine's behalf. Yeah. She like finds, finds whatever press is there and starts mm-hmm. like speaking about Christine. And then Christine turns to her like model companion and like says like, I feel like I'm going to be sick. And it's like, the models are, are traumatized by Christine's. Like, like they, you can tell all of them are like, get me away from this girl. She starts, because they're probably like, I don't want to get sick. It's they fashion don't want, week. Yeah, they're like, I don't want her to like drag me down with her. Like if she gets sick next to us, it looks bad for us. Like she could take us all down. So then she's she starts retching and then one of the models takes her backstage, mm-hmm. which was really nice. Which was like, nice. She seemed like a more seasoned model, but she just uh, escorts her backstage and then... Mm-hmm. And then she can like take a break. And then we see Danielle. That was probably like, everyone's probably like, no, this girl's not ready. It's done. Yeah. Once you've like, that was kind of a soft test just to see. All she did was stand there. But it's hard. She just, it's hard. And she wasn't prepared. She 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 didn't eat enough. She was really hungry. I think it's probably, there's so much adrenaline happening in that moment that then when it kind of settles down, you're just like, oh my God, you're under hot lights and you're in heels. You haven't eaten all day. And you're in a tight dress. Yeah. And it's just like, you have to stand there and you just can't handle it. Yeah. And then you just see Danielle's face. Smiling. No, she's not smiling, but just being like Yeah, and then everyone is and then Danielle's like, It's totally normal. You did nothing wrong. You did nothing wrong. It's okay, honey. And then that's when Christine is like 
the guy, like her modeling agent was there and he's like, happens all the time. And she's like, does it really? And he was like, yeah. But then you can tell it's like, no, he's like, we're cut. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. She's also just a sophomore in high school. I mean, like that's young. The whole thing was just like, this is not meant to be. Yeah. Danielle, it's, it's truly black swan when she's like, oh honey, come inside. Mm -hmm. When she's like, I didn't get the part. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. They don't know what they're talking about. You're the best dancer in the whole... It's like very like... Mm-hmm. It's a total black swan moment. Mm-hmm. Danielle, when they were driving home, Christine was in the back seat sitting silently. Jilly was in the front seat. Sipping on a frap. Another... She, they, they got another frap for Jilly. Yeah, it was a two frap day because Jilly did so good. And it's the nights, the lights of Manhattan in the background. You just see Danielle going, well, we can always try again someday, but I'll be sure to get you some... Make sure you eat next time. Mm-hmm. Just driving. She's like... She's driving. She's like, well, maybe when you're 18, you can try again, though. This is the prime time if you really want to be a star. Yeah, she's like... Maybe some people aren't as cut out for it, and that's okay. A lot of models... She goes, most models start before the age of 16, so, I mean... So I you're already gotta, a bit late to the game, but... Well... That's just how things go. That's just how things go. But she's honey, like, honestly... I guess you're young, so... Jilly, maybe maybe you'll you'll have more fun with it when you try it, Jilly. Mm-hmm. Maybe you sh- we should have started you younger. You That's Jilly. why Jilly is gonna go tomorrow, and Jilly's like, "What?" And then Christine just like turns the window down and just like puts her face in the wind, in the cold wind night. Just getting fresh air. Mm-hmm. And you just see Danielle look at her in the rearview mirror. That's how it ends. That is wow. I've loved this episode. Me too modeling this show has it all modeling then we get the preview of next week where we truly an ex-convict like someone that shouldn't be on a show like this danielle is bringing into the world who's on major parole oh yeah he's on parole (laughs) i love it when you stand with danny people tend not to mess with you yeah he literally is a convicted like murderer yeah the punks is a punks is a punks and the manzos is punks that's what he says (laughs) the fuck does that even mean unclear a punks is a punks and the manzos a punks danielle's so turned on by danger they totally she's letting this like ex-convict in her house she has two minors in the house danny is an old friend of mine (laughs) We have a lot in common. I love she's like, come on in. We both I have, have spent time. Two daughters. Yeah, come on in. Come on in. Make yourself at home in is my next, house with is, my daughters. Is next week the episode with No, I think it's two episodes away from Where she goes and gets her stone. hair ripped out. <laughs> lots By to, Ashley. Lots God. to come in this up in this season. There's so much more to come. It's only three episodes in of a truly long killer season. I can't wait. I can't hey. I can't wait. I can't wait, honestly. Honestly, I have to say, I have to be quite honest with you. I can't wait. I can't wait. Thank you so much for being on this journey of with course. me. Everyone should follow Carrie on Twitter and Instagram. He's truly hilarious. Thank you. At E. Carrie O. Thank you guys for listening. 
you have a lot of podcasts to listen to and you choose to listen to this one and it means the world to me and me i've got to be quite honest i've got to be honest it means the world to me means the world go on patreon go to patreon for five dollars a month you can get access to bonus episodes there's literally now a hundred bonus episodes on patreon there's at least a century 50 episodes of throwback episodes of Vanderpump Rules and episodes of Pumped Podcast, which is a true time capsule. And for $5 a month, you can get all of that. Wow. What a history. What a history. Wow. I'm checking this out. I'm checking That's this out. That's you about pay- when you go to my Patreon page and click become a patron, $5. Wow. Wow. I'm checking this I'm out. I'm checking this out. Send me a video of you I'll becoming do it right now. a Patreon <laughs> subscriber. Wow. Wow. I'm checking this out. I'm checking this out. What a history. What a history. It is quite a rich history. I have to be honest. I've got to be honest with you, Christine. It's quite a history. Well, stay with us as we head face first into the holiday season with the Real Housewives of New Jersey. It's Christmas at Starbucks already. Almost 2020. I know. Starbucks is painted red. I went there today and it I was it was visually arresting. Everything was red. I, I went in earlier this week and I feel like they were still mid transition from Halloween to Christmas, but now I'm like expecting full Nora the Jones. aprons were red. No. The background of all the menu stuff was red. No. It was like just red everywhere. It was a lot for like a just a Sunday morning. They transition faster between holidays as fast as my mom does with our home decor. Mm-hmm. My mom will transition. She goes from Halloween to Christmas overnight. Oh my god, my mom! It's like fucking mate. It's like Macy's. <laughs> you it's leave just, the room to go like upstairs for a second, and you come back in, and there's a Christmas tree. It's it, there's no time for pause <laughs> with Dorothy O'Donnell. She's on to the next i love that on to the next like so quick she's ready pumpkins everywhere and then the next day it's already thanksgiving they're gone there's turkeys everywhere Uh (laughs) she does not fuck around honestly neither does cvs no cvs is now skipping thanksgiving altogether cvs they go straight to christmas and me the day after cedars straight to cedars the day after (laughs) halloween i walked into cvs all the halloween stuff is like pushed into a corner 50 percent off and all the christmas stuff was set out ready to get stocked on the shelves i was just like all the halloween stuff that's i always i'm like god that's so depressing to buy it on like november 1st yeah but like maybe i should that's where you can get your pumpkin purse for half (laughs) off my purse my purse anyway Anyways, i'm excited to go into 2020 with y'all me y'all. too we're all going into 2020 together as one big podcasting family of models love you all don't fall bye bye small details are big surfaces tight corners are odd shapes Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.